Good morning, people of God. There's a day of excitement and joy. And God has given us grace for this day. And the scripture says, give us this day our daily bread. Today being October the 18th, 2020. Today is Sunday. And we are going to continue to bless the Lord and sing praises to him because he's worthy of our praise. And I pray that when you get this message, that it will find you in perfect peace once your mind is stayed on him and will find you still having that joy unspeakable and full of glory pouring out of you to others and the love of God. And so we, we, we usually start off the day ringing the bell. I'll say again, today is the 18th day of October, 2020. Today is Sunday, the Lord's Day, and the time is 10.20 a.m. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to guard my heart and my mind. Father, I ask you to place inside of me the wording that you want me to speak to your people. And Father, let me decrease and let your Holy Spirit increase in me as you speak to them and speak to me and give us some divine revelation. We just thank you for it, Father. And, and, and Scripture says that make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. We are the people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endure to all generations. We just bless the Lord today. O oh Lord, O oh Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Hallelujah. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Hallelujah. For God is a king over all the earth. Sing praises unto him with understanding. For he is worthy, worthy to be praised. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Sing praises unto God, sing praises. Hallelujah, for God is our King over all the earth. Sing praises unto Him with understanding. Oh, clap your hands and sing, all ye people, for He is to be praised to be praised. I feel like a running, running, 
jumping, skipping. Praise the Lord for what he has done for me. He has set my spirit free. I feel like running, skipping, jumping. Praise the Lord for what he has done for me. I feel like running, skipping, jumping. Praise the Lord for what he has done for me. He has set my spirit free. I feel like running, skipping. Praise the Lord for what he has done for me. And this is Apostle Shirley Evans to you this morning with a praise, a worship, with a joy, with a love, just flowing, just loving God and loving each other. You're worthy, God's worthy, almighty creator, alpha, omega, the beginning and the end. Holy, holy, Lord God almighty, which was and is and is to come. You're worthy, God's worthy, Almighty Creator, Alpha, Omega, the beginning and the end. Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessings and honor, riches and power, God of my rock, in him will I trust my strong tower and my fortress, Savior, Deliverer, and soon coming King. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Blessings and honor, riches and power, God of my rock, in him will I trust. My strong tower and my fortress, Savior, deliverer and soon coming King. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh Lord, 
Our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh Lord, oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh Lord, oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we magnify your name, Prince of Peace. Mighty God, O Lord God Almighty, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, O Lord God Almighty. I just want to praise you. Lift my hands and say, I love you, you are everything to me, and I exalt your holy name, I exalt your holy name, I exalt your holy name on I, I just want to praise you. Lift my hands and say, I love you. You are everything to me. And I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name on high. I exalt your holy name on high. I love you. I love you, I love you, Lord, today, because you cared for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. That's why my heart is filled with praise oh love that will not let me go i rest my weary soul in thee i give thee back the life i owe that in thine ocean depths its flow May richer, fuller be. O light that forest all my way, I yield my flickering torch to thee. My heart restores its borrowed ray 
that in thy sunshine's blazed day may brighter, fairer be. O joy that seekest me through pain, I cannot close my heart to thee. I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not vain that morn shall tear less be o cross that lifteth up my head i dare not ask to fly from thee i lay in dust lies glory dead and from the ground air blossoms red life that shall end let's be my jesus i love thee i know thou art mine for thee all the follies of sin i resign my gracious redeemer my savior art thou if ever i love thee my jesus it's now i love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my pardon on calvary's tree i love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow if ever i love thee my jesus tis now love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me the love of god 
is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. And so he loves us. Our teaching, we're still teaching about the glory. We're still teaching about we ought to live in the environment of glory. And here is this morning we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Cain and Abel. In Genesis chapter 4 verse 13 to 16, Cain said to the Lord, "My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence." I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, he will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Man, listen, there was a saying, woe is me. So here is Cain, lost and restless and wandering. There are times we are lost and we're restless and we're wandering too. But oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Woe is me. Shame and scandal in the family. We still have dysfunctional families. Oh, yes, but it started a long time ago. But God's love and his mercy and his grace, and when we turn to him, he can fix it. We find in the biblical account of Cain a perfect example of the, this lostness we have. Cain was the firstborn son of Adam and Eve who murdered his brother. He murdered Abel. In pronouncing judgment on Cain for his deed, God said, Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. The blood is still crying out in the ground. Every time there's a murder, the blood is still crying out. Ah, you wonder, how can the blood cry out? Because when the blood get on the ground, it's dried up. No, the blood has life in it. There's life in the blood. So it cries out. So every time it cries out, and then another one happened, and so much, so much cries. Oh God, help us. So God said, you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's, your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth a restless wanderer on the earth. <clears throat> there are people who, you watch them, they go here, there, and everywhere, 
and they cannot find peace, they cannot find rest. Well, we're talking about the human race. It describes all of us since the fall. You're trying to find that rest and that peace. Cain considered his punishment unbearable. He was filled with self-loathing because outside of God's presence, we develop a self-hatred faced with his loss. Cain developed a death wish. He wished he could die. A lot of things, well, because of he did that, but there's a lot of times things happen to us that we wish we could die. So how does that thought come to us? It's because the enemy put that thought in us. In other words, you don't have to go through the shame. You might as well kill yourself. Cain, in his mind, developed he wished he could die. Only God's specific intervention kept it from happening. Now, I'm sure there's some people who are going to receive this. And I don't know why God want me to go here, but I'm going to go here. I'm going to listen to what he's saying because I'm hearing him downloading something in me. There are many of us who are going to receive this. Circumstances, situations happened in our lives that we wish we could die. We, 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 we want to cover it up, but we, we, we wish we could die. There are some women who, who would have gotten pregnant and, and, and because of shame, they want nobody to know, so they wish, they wish, okay, you know what? I'm gonna have to try and abort this and I'm gonna try to kill this so no one can know. So, so who would have put that thought in you? It would have been the enemy who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But there are other situations. There are situations where you might have gotten pregnant and, and, and you wasn't married and you figure that, oh, I'm in church. I can't let the people know this because what they're going to say, I'm going to be so ashamed. And the enemy says, you know what? Kill it. But God intervention, God intervention, the spirit of God spoke to you and say, no, 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 that's a life you're carrying. Do not do that. And there, there, there are times when, when he does that, at the same time you carry it and after, after the baby comes, because of the, the pain and the shame and, and the enemy still comes and try to take it. But God intervenes over and over and says that, I love you, I care for you. Different things, different situations happens in our lives. So don't look down at Cain. He, he, killed, it. He, 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 he killed it, he was tempted, he, he did it. But some of us are tempted and never did it. Some of us were tempted and, and, and did it. When no one knew, we did it. But God in his mercy and his grace, he forgives when we repent. Okay? 
and he forgives and we repent when we, we repent and he forgives and he heals us now he could deliver us as well because he's a deliverer but there are times when inside of you that thing that happened to you can bring glory out of you if you would open up and empty it up and not be ashamed to speak it because when you begin to empty it out and speak it out right it could be healing for someone else for them to know hey this happened to me but but for the grace of god i'm not healed and delivered because if you keep it on the inside and never speak about it what happens you go through life with that pain that pain that hurt it never gets healed you go to the grave and that's a spot of glory right in you but you never let it out which can touch many 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 lives blessed be the name of the lord jesus and don't tell me you never thought of suicidal tendencies yes the enemy would bring it to you oh yes and 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 and, and someone gonna be on this line because god is giving me this to say and to say hey I'm an open book. My life is an open book because God has delivered me. And I need to say this because he's telling me to say it. Some years ago, I had, I had one child and was pregnant with another. And make the story short, when I discovered that the man that I was married to was having an affair with my niece who was living right there, Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And I didn't see her for a long time. And next time I knew when I saw her, she came to my house with her mother, which is my sister. And God wanted me to speak this with my sister. And she was almost ready to have a baby. Not my sister, my niece. And the thing is, that was the day that I was about to christen my baby. And, and long story short, the husband that I was married to, when I asked what happened, because this is what my sister said, she's pregnant for you. And, or, and, he, and he looked and he was shaving and he said, I don't know if she's pregnant for me. Did you have an affair with her? Yes, he did. And he said, yes, he did. Well, right then, me and the baby in my hand, I put the baby in the bed. I jumped in my car and I went a driving, a driving, not driving, a driving. That means I went like a mad woman driving my car because all of a sudden the enemy had to inflict my mind and said, you, this shame, you might as well get rid of yourself. And I went driving, driving, driving to know, don't know where I'm driving until I'm on Harrow Road. And the thought came to me, go and drive over Clifton Pier and kill yourself. Oh, yes, the thought came. And as I, as I was driving, I don't know how the car turned around, but the car ended up in the front of, of someone's house and I was weeping. And as I was weeping, and it felt a hand on me, and it happened to be, it was a woman that I knew it was a nursery school teacher where I used to take my, my child. And she had to pray for me, pray for me to bring peace in my mind, go back and christen your child, okay? And so I'm saying that don't laugh at Cain, 
because the enemy could put thoughts in your mind, but for the grace and mercy and love of God, here I am. He, he, there's so much I could tell you. That's why the glory is now coming out of me. But I had to be delivered. I had to speak about it. I had to be healed. Because somewhere in this world, I have been so far able to touch, bother, and abuse women and men. But if we would only be real, if we would open up and let the stuff come out of us and tell it. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. They didn't cover up Jesus and hide him and, 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 and beat him and all of that in, in secret. It was opened. That's why we're reading his story. And so a lot of you haven't birthed that thing in you yet because you sealed it, you covered it, you sewed it up, you glued it up, you locked it up, and you have no peace. And he wants to give you peace. He wants to deliver you. And so don't look down on Cain because guess what? It could happen to you. Blessed be, I don't know who this is going to touch, but this is for somebody because the book is in you. Open up the book. No, you seal it, you glue it, you lock it. You don't want nobody to know. But you never get your healing. And then the thing about it, I was able by the grace and love of God and mercy to forgive my sister to forgive my niece, to forgive the man that I was married to, to love the child that she had. <laughs> That's you call the real love of God inside of you. But only when you get healed, delivered, and set free. But no, some people almost 90, they never open up. And they're miserable, they're restless. They lost and wandering. It's time to be free because Jesus came to set the captives free. Some of them die and never get free. My Jesus, help us. Cain considered his punishment unbearable. And here is, I was able to turn around and minister to them, all of them, okay? My sister is deceased now. But who God used to minister to her? He used this vessel. But it was no glory in me. I couldn't pour it out. Oh, Jesus. You understand? I was able to bring her back to God. We need to be that vessel he wants to use. Tried. Been in the fire. Got delivered. You're talking about you walking in your glory. You ain't have no story. Some of you, you don't have no story. You need to have a story. And the story is you. But if you don't open up, no one knows the story. No one can see the glory. Help me, Jesus. So you see why I have a passion? Because I've been through the fire. I've been in the furnace of affliction. But I come out and you can't see a scar on me. All you could see is love, mercy, grace, compassion, because he did the work in me. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. 
faced with Cain's loss, Cain developed a death wish. Only God's specific intervention kept it from happening. It is interesting to note that for Cain, the most unbearable thing was not death, but the loss of God's presence. He lost God's presence. Cain represents the millions of people throughout history, even to our own day, whose glory never comes out. Never comes out. When you get a conch from the ocean or the sea, wherever you get it from, because some is closer, you see the outer shell. There's something hidden inside there. It's the meat. It's the life inside there. And sometimes you, you take your hand and you try to hold that hard part to pull it. It's pulling itself back in. So sometimes God wants to get the glory out of us. But no. The enemy have us to hide. In other words, no, I don't want you to tell nobody. But you're never going to get delivered or set free. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Help us. Cain represents the millions of people throughout history, even to our own day, whose glory never comes out. They, like he, are restless wanderers on the earth without purpose or meaning. Cain never revealed his true glory. Never. Never. We will never know who Cain could have become. Never. So much could be locked up inside of us. But no, we, we just don't let it out. We have to protect God's environment. This morning I was thinking as I lay there and uh, the thought came to me how Nabal was a fool. And his wife was not a fool. But here is an environment, a good environment, but a fool is in it. So God ended up removing his wife out of that, removing him. God killed him. He's a wicked wicked man you have to protect god's environment one of the biggest issues in our world today is protecting our natural environment we pour oil on it we do all kind of things we mess up the 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 the, the, the environment ozone depletion carbon dioxide buildup global warming rainforest destruction Extinction of species and availability and quality of drinking water are foremost concerns in the minds of many people around the globe. In the past, massive oil spills from damaged super tankers have captured worldwide attention. I've seen it on TV. Amid fear and speculation concerning their harm to the environment. The explosion and radiation leak at the Shibernal nuclear plant, remember? 
brought shockwaves through the world. Our concern for the Earth's environment says two things about us. First, it reveals that we still have the spirit of dominion over the created order that God gave us in the beginning. Despite our sinful nature, we still have a propriety interest as overlords. We still, God has still placed in us to watch and to care for the earth. It demonstrates what a generally poor job we have done. Ever since the fall, we have been refugees in our own, <laughs> in our own domain, in our own place where we live. And in many ways, we have lost control of it. There are people who move in, in, in different parts of the world. That, that's not their place. They move in the land and they take over. They're called refugees. We are now scrambling to get back. Even as fallen creatures, we understand the importance of protecting our environment. You have to protect your environment. God understands the importance of protecting his environment too. Sin made it necessary to God for God to remove from man his presence. Sin made it necessary for God to remove man from his presence. It was because of sin. God is very, very jealous for his name and his holiness. He protects his own environment because his nature and function require it. Now, God has cleaned this environment where I live, outside and inside. Now, how could I come bring all kinds of mess in this environment? No, 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 no. It will contaminate the environment. That is why God could not ignore sin. He had to deal with it. Sin disturbed his presence. One time I took in some, some people here unknowingly and listen, the environment here was pure. Next thing I know they were cussing, cursing, <laughs> the cursing turned to cussing. They were alcoholics and they were, listen, I was like, how in the world did I do that? So now when it was time that I wanted to remove them, they wanted to fight me. You have to protect your environment. So I had to pray and pray and pray them out. Keep your environment pure. Keep it clean. I couldn't even get a breakthrough in my prayer life. So you have to know who you're going to bring in your environment. God's nature and function requires us to protect. It can't be no sin in it. Remember Achan? Sin was in the camp. Sin disturbed his presence and therefore disturbed 
his glory. Somebody said, you, you live in there, why don't you get a couple of people live? That was that time when I used to take in everybody. That was that time. Because God had to do work in me to teach me how to love and serve and care for people. That was that time. And he cleaned the environment. He said, okay, you passed the test. Now I'm going to clean up your environment. The Bible says the pure in heart shall see God. It threatened the integrity of the entire created order. It threatened sin. Threatened the integrity of the entire created order. Because you know sin was in that order at that time. Sin was so serious to God that he sent his only begotten son to get rid of it by dying on the cross. Isn't that love? His only begotten son. He sent to die on the cross to get rid of sin. God's presence is his priority and our necessity. Protecting God's presence should be our priority. At the root of sin is willful rebellion. Right now what's happening where, where we live, there's willful rebellion every day. The people decide we want to be free. Don't tell me what I need to do. And it's all over the world. Even though you're trying to protect them. It's like we want to be free. Well, be free then. And since you don't hear, you, the old people say you're going to feel. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. At the root of sin is willful rebellion against the known will of God. That's what Adam and Eve did. They knew what God said, but no. They rebelled. They didn't lie at first. They didn't tell a lie. They didn't steal. They didn't curse. They didn't murder. They didn't commit sexual sin. They didn't do any of the things we generally think of as sin. Adam and Eve consciously and willfully rebelled against the revealed will of God. He commanded them, don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But they replied, we will eat from it. That's the way we can use hiding this from us. We're going to eat from it. And they did. Their rebellion brought contamination. And God had to separate himself from it. Anything that disrupts the presence of God should be our greatest concern. God's judgment on Adam and Eve may seem harsh. It may, it may seem real, real harsh. But that's the consequences of sin. Sin is always hard, bitter, and destructive. We cannot function properly without God's presence, nor can we enter his presence while corrupted by the stain of sin. God created us in his image. He hid a part of himself in us. I always singing, God in man made manifest. 
So he hid a part of himself in us and he bids us to manifest our true selves by revealing our dominion power. We have this power in earthen vessel. We have it here, which has its source in the same power he himself exercises as Lord of the universe. Sin made it possible for us to accomplish our purpose because it separated us from God's presence. We can't be, we cannot become what he created us to be without his presence. God's word, God's word and will must be fulfilled. His word and his will must be fulfilled. However, he began right away to carry out this, his plan to restore us to our proper environment after they sinned. Even as fallen sinners, we still carry God's glory around with us, hidden inside these earthen vessels. Second Corinthians chapter four and seven, I would I would find that right now. Second Corinthians four and seven states, "Blessed be Jesus." Second Corinthians four and seven. I will find it. Four and seven. It says. It says. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We have it in this earthen vessel that we call our bodies. Our sin retards his presence and consequently suppresses that glory and keeps it from coming out. God says, I will do whatever is necessary to put you back in the right environment so that you can truly reflect and display my glory. I will do whatever is necessary for you to become everything I created you to be. That process began even in the Garden of Eden itself when God told the serpent Satan, God told him, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. God's son, the offspring of the woman, would come and crush the head of the author of sin and the father of lies, because that's what Satan is, the father of lies. So the wages for man's sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. The wages for man's sin is dead and god said i'll pay it i'll give you eternal life god created us to display his glory he will do whatever he needs to do 
to restore us to himself and see his glory revealed in us. And so the presence of God is the active manifestation of God that fills the environment in which creation exists and lives. At the root of sin is willful rebellion. Remember that? The root of sin is willful rebellion against the known will of God. God says you shouldn't do that, but you decided, oh yeah, you say, yeah, I hear what you say, but I'm going to do it anyhow. Your parents say, this is wrong, do not do that. And you know it's lined up with the word of God. You decided, who's she talking to? I'm. Who is he talking to? I'm still going to do it. So we choose life or we choose death. But we need to choose life and live. But thanks be to God, he will do whatever he needs to do to restore us to himself and see his glory revealed in us. So, Father, I thank you today for your word. Help us to apply it to our heart. Help us not only to be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. Please help those who are listening to this not to go in their grave with the glory not be revealed. Help them to empty themselves and be healed, delivered, and set free. You know, I sing that song, If I had a wing like a dove, If I had a wing like a dove, I will fly, fly away, fly away and be at rest since i have no wings since i have no wings since i have no wings i'm gonna sing 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 since i have no wings since i have no wings since i have no wings i'm gonna sing 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 and so from a child the enemy was trying to kill what was inside of me, <laughs> but the glory came out of me. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch him and say that I love him. Open my ears, Lord, and teach me to listen. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you that you're giving us the peace of God that parts of all understanding. I pray that it will guard the hearts and minds of the hearers. And Lord, I ask your mercy to be upon them. Because your mercy is new every morning. Great is your faith, faithfulness. We just bless you, Jesus. I pray that you keep safe 
and may the joy of the Lord be your strength. And know that you know that you know that he loves you. He loved me ere I knew him. And he loves you. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. And he loves you. He loves you. He will take care of you. As you continue, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace, 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 God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within, grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sins. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to praise you and thank you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I want to say this as I was singing. I hear the Holy Spirit say, and whoever he's saying it to, he's saying it to all of us. Forgiveness is so important. If we cannot and do not forgive, God will not forgive us. So no matter what hurts you've been through or who hurt you, ask God to put in you a forgiving heart. Forgive them. You will get your deliverance if you do. Whoever on this line and I'm whoever gonna get this message, forgive them. Because the Bible says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And forgiveness, unforgiveness would stop up the flow of the love of God. And you won't see God. No. So I pray that the Lord will give us all a forgiving heart. Like how Jesus forgave us. Even while we were yet sinners, he forgave us and he died for us. That's the love. His greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. That's the love of God. He forgave us. And he said, live live let your living waters flow over my soul 
Let your Holy Spirit take complete control of every situation that has clouded my mind. Lord, I give to you the complete control. Father, 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 let's call on Jesus, 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 Jesus. So I love you. Have a blessed day. This is Apostle Shirley Evans saying, keep safe, hold on to your joy, hold on to your faith, hold on to your faith. Because in times like this, in times like this, we need a Savior. In times like this, we need an anchor. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Because of that anchor, is in the sand, you would be restless, hopeless, wandering, drifting, and have no peace. The Bible says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord God knoweth those who are his. But let those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. This is Apostle Shirley Evans another time saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. God bless you today.